you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's friends, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, creatures of the galaxy. Here we are with episode number 125 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasts. Thank you for joining us. I am your host, Mr. Jimmy Dice, here to welcome you back from Father's Day. Beer is spilling all over me. I just cannot control it right now. But, you know, <laughs> we're whipping this around to my buddy Ed up here in Disgusta, next to the Manchester, actually in Manchester, Mr. Ed Bossar. What's going that on? Is, that is me. I cannot get over watching you cracking a beer and pouring it into that glass. And it's like two inches of beer and like <laughs> 10 inches of foam <laughs> just flowing out of it onto your hand. Oh, it was hilarious. That was the best it intro ever. It is just ever. pouring... Oh, it's fucking... It's poured all over the place. <laughs> and across in this corner, across the Atlantic Ocean, big dark blue, our companions from Manchester, Mr. Kevin Gavin and Mr. Christopher Hall. What is up, my boyos? All right, lad. All right, lad. Good, good. Pour us a beer, Jimmy. Pour us a beer. Uh, I did. I did Can for I everybody. On the yeah. floor everywhere, I know. God, Kev, Kev, how do you feel about being from Manchester? Uh, well, not great, mate. I don't know no. about you, but not great. A mank? I don't want to be a mank. I'm a mank. Although some of my favourite bands are from Manchester, so I suppose it's not too bad, is it? I mean, isn't that like right next to Nottingham? Nottingham's no. like a suburb of Manchester or something? Yeah, we, we reside over it. We reside over it. And like Bestwood <laughs> is like right in between. Like, That's where you're from, Bestwood. No. Oh! It's like for real, right? <laughs> but today you're lining with you're lining with Manchester. Have we had Bullwell yet? Have we had Bullwell yet? Have you used that one yet? Don't ever say we're yeah, from there. I've Jim. used I've you I've already said oh, Bullwell. That was like no. episode Wicked like Wicked would tell me. That's where from. Come on. Yeah, Wicked That's a good well, one. Well folks, we are the scruffy looking podcasters here to bring you excellent entertainment for your Star Wars pleasure, you can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook slash scruffypodcasters. We got a T public site. Look out! Scruffy looking podcasters. Try it. No G. Search it all. One word. Do it. You can follow us on Twitter at scruffypodcast. Myself, Jimmy Dice, at Hebert207. Follow uh, our boy Ed at scruffyedb. Kev at kpg1974. And our man Chris, the artist at Chris Hall Artist. You can also check us out on Insta at Scruffy Podcast. Our boy Chris at Chris Hall Illustration. Also on Etsy, Black Sheep Rebellion. 
Search it all one word. Leave us some reviews on the iTunes. We got an iTunes. We got iTunes. a giveaway going on. We got an iTunes. We're like chicken soup of the soul, I'm feeling over here. Um, so leave us some reviews on the iTunes, not the iTunes. We're doing a cool little artwork giveaway. So we hit 40 reviews. We got over 20. So let's halfway there. So let's freaking get there, guys. Come on. Let's do it. Still. Oh, you know, that's just how you play it, you know? That's how you play it. Moving on and the up and up. So send us in some reviews. Send us in some emails. Love to hear from you. I think we got one here from today we might get to. So our week in Star Wars. Do you know what I did this week, right? Mr. Garbett. You know, with all the... We're going to talk later. Are we? We're going to talk about toy news. Oh, um, right, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to go into that now because I ordered something and something came and i don't want it anymore this sounds like an anthony daniels book situation oh yeah. god that oh I, I want that that's that's just mine forever no that, that hey that got settled by the way that got sorted oh you thought you sold sorted. it you mailed it yeah he paid in the end he, he finally paid so that's that Did you make all done. your money back no, I lost money on it. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Can you believe I'm actually down? I'm, a, I'm down about three quid. Because of that which prick. Because of that absolutely <laughs> annoying fucking know-it-all, loving-himself prick. I'm actually down. I'm out of pocket three quid. I don't. It, the, the, the scars are still, they still run deep, mate. But yeah, I ordered, um, you know, those Amazon exclusives. I had like the carbonite, uh, carbonized Vader and um, the Solo in carbonite and then the bounty hunter two pack well i managed to pre-order one of them and because of the toy news in the week i chucked my toys out the pram and i'm no longer collecting that line i'm just fucking sick of it so this bounty hunter two packs turned up (laughs) 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 and i don't don't know what do it uh i don't know what do it (laughs) i I think i I think that's i think that's going to be on ebay is that wrong though (laughs) Is that wrong? Because no, no, no. I think what it. you should do is now be like, now I need to collect them all, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, 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 <laughs> that thing that was all settled earlier, yeah, it's all yeah. set. <laughs> and a business card. Uh, uh, you you were with me, so you know it's not signed, Chris. But when you see a signature in there, let me just say it's not me that signed it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crossed out, Kev. because yeah, I've, I've, I thought when I went on, um, I, I got a little link as well this week. So I've got I got that, and then I went I got this link sent through about. Because I've been on eBay looking at, like, I've decided I want to expand my vintage, my proper Kenner roll. So there's a couple of vehicles that I want to get. But I got a link for a brand new uh, uh, item on eBay that um, is is well within my price range. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I know a, what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's a... It's a Boba Fett firing rocket rare vintage. That's 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 on for how much, Ed? How much is it actually on there for to buy it now? Right now it is let me see here. 
It was starting bid was two twenty five. Two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. That's two twenty five K. Yeah. So I put uh, real Linda. But but what I liked about the uh, the listing was that there was there was what I always like in a listing is make offer. You know, when they have like make an offer. So I thought, <laughs> come on then. Because we were all we were all on a we were all on the chat and it was like, right, I'm gonna make an offer. And I've got to be honest, I'm absolutely furious that he rejected my offer because I thought my offer of $25 was quite reasonable. <laughs> but, but it's been, it's been a right, it's been a right tight arse with it. So I'm not getting, uh, I don't think we'll be going any higher than that. So. What a break. Wow. What a, not like... getting into that. <laughs> so, um, that, yeah. That so I guess it's a open. buy it now. It's not even a bid. Yeah. I mean, for a straight up 225 K. Hmm. We well, yeah. probably got too many ridiculous offers. I don't think I can put that on my PayPal credit. Do you? No. <laughs> Try it. A hundred and twenty payments of twenty dollars. Then all you gotta do, yeah. Then all you gotta do is just write a letter to Boris, claim COVID relief, and he'll send you some money. Oh yeah, could do. Hey, hey, just as a side issue, I, I went. I had to go for a COVID test this week. Uh, woo! Ooh, yeah. And are you positive? Uh, no, I'm I'm all clear. I've got the all clear. Nice. Ah, good man. Good oh, man. it's one of the it's one of the strangest things we had to be through work. They wanted us to go for like a test just to prove because of the job that I do. But it's like the military precision of it. It's like really scary. It's like the military mm. are there and all things like that. But what made me laugh is like because you're not allowed to open your car window or do anything like that. So like they talk to you. But have you ever? I don't know if Jimmy and Ed will, but Chris definitely. Have you ever seen the Bob Dylan video of Subterranean Homesick Blues? You know, with the they're like <laughs> exactly. Chris has got it. Chris has got it straight away. So uh, they, they stand outside the car with these signs. Lucky days. And they like and they like go. And so they put a sign up to your window, and it's got like, um, um, please Mom's show in me. Mom's in the basement. I'm on the Dude, that's what it is. And they're like, so they've got like these signs, and it, if they put the first sign up at the window, and they go like, "Please show me your identification on your phone." So then, so then they move the, they put like, they then drop that sign, you know, like he does on the video. They like drop that thing again, and yeah. then it's like, "Please show me your valid identification of who you are." And then there's got don't another. You need one. to see my identification. And then it's like, yeah, it's, it's, that's it. And then it's like, please drive around. Um, it's just a layer. You hadn't. You don't roll your window through that whole beginning part. Roll you down. Don't your do anything. Yeah. You don't. All you have to do, you have to roll your window slightly down. They chuck the kit into you, and then oh, you roll wow. your window back up. So you have to open it like about a couple of inches. Hmm. But then you do it yourself. I had to do mine myself. So they give you like a kit. You open it up. And it's got like a hand gel, gloves, a swab, a, a container. So you just you just do all that. Yes. Oh, I tell you, it's horrible. How many just people do you think just pee on it and hand it back? Well, I did that. I thought that was the name of the game. <laughs> it's, it, not, it's not a piss test. <laughs> is this, is the kit Star Wars branded, Kev? Uh, no, sorry. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it had like a little picture of Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good week in Star Wars. Nice. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm on a tangent again. I'm going on a tangent again. So sorry about that. So yeah. So uh, that was just a sad. But my week in Star Wars was pretty rubbish. Um, oh, I read the High Republic chapter. Mm, uh, yes. We shall and, talk about that soon. About that later. And uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, my team won today. Right, you're it. So I'm moving. I'm done. <laughs> 
go. I love you, Kev. I love you too, mate. <laughs> Just before we start recording, in what what you'd probably call a pre-production meeting. <laughs> Kev's like, oh, I'll go first because I've, I've got no to talk about this week. I'll be dead quick. <laughs> Ten hour late. F- Fifteen minutes later. <laughs> yep. hey, if you want me to talk football, I could go for even longer. But... Yeah, I mean, they won, right? Against the oh, team yeah. they were supposed to win today. Is it? Well, right. yes, yeah, Nottingham Forest. Yes, thanks for reminding me that. But it was a comfortable win. And we're sitting nicely in the playoffs with uh, eight games to go. Nice. Yeah. How do you feel about Liverpool, Kev? Uh, that, yeah, that's my week in Star Wars, so let's go. Scouts. Fair play, they've deserved it. They're absolutely phenomenal. But, wow. Yeah. Wow, you admit it. Nice. Oh, no, they're not a team I like, but they are, they are, you've got to admire them. They've been brilliant this season. Oh, I, wish, I wish Turbo was on right now. Right. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> So when we get when we get promoted this year and we're in that league, oof, uh-huh. we'll be fun. yeah, we'll, we'll be getting hammered by them next year. You have to get through <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday though. So, oh no, well, that's done. <laughs> oh, next Saturday is the big one, Forest Derby. Forest Derby next Saturday. That's like the biggest game in the in the in the year. So that's massive next Saturday. Sweet. So, oh, that's when everyone's everyone will be fating around here. Kev lives more Nottingham way than I do and I live right on the border of Nottingham and Derby so it's a real split where I live and where I work of like Forest and Derby fans ah yeah with lots of lots of scuffles on our streets it's the same here dude it's the same in where I live because it's Mm. it's like half and half so like my street is like half Forest half Derby and my family is my my dad's side of Forest and my mum's side of Derby so we have some rape family ding-dongs. So uh, that is a game we yeah. cannot, and I repeat, cannot lose. It's like when I, went anyway. to, when I went to college in Rhode Island, it was like Boston Red Sox, anti-Yankees fans, just like fucking clashing because you got half and half of both. Mostly. It, I think it's a little more Boston, but. I love those games because it's just all that fucking war. And yeah. it's just, I'm just, I'm gutted that I can't. They're there. They're not letting fans in the ground. So uh, I'm just got to watch it on TV and. But hey, you know who are better fans? Star Wars fans, right, guys? Star Wars! <laughs> That's why we do this podcast. Chris, you want to go yeah. up there? Yes, mate, yeah. <laughs> so them, them figures, Kev. Which ones? Are you seriously going to get rid of them? Yeah. Why? Wait, the you Bounty Hunter you? pack? Well, because... You well, when they came out. Another thing... Another thing... <laughs> Just one more thing. He's like Colombo, isn't he? Colombo. Let, let me tell you one more thing, Gellert. Just one more thing. That one more question. They're exactly, I'm sure they're the same figures that were in the previous Black Series package. In the, um, Mate, well, I put my right bollock on it. They are definitely 100% yeah. the same figures. Which I've, got, I've, got a bo- I've got a Boba Fett fact to drop on you later, mate. When we're mate, doing we're going to do all that. Let me. I'm going to save my absolute rage and anger <laughs> for later because fucking Hasbro, man, what are they doing? Um, anyway, yes. So I'm. That's my week. Cool. Right. So my Clone Wars rewatch is uh, continues. So this week I've done the season five finale arc with. Um, 
Ahsoka being oh. ousted oh. from. That's a that's a very it's such a dramatic episode. I fucking it's so emotional. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just love her. She's like, no thanks, Jedi's. You pricks. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Subcontext. Brilliant. That that was great. And. uh, Smug fucking windows, like yes, uh, yes. We we probably made a mistake. You're more than welcome to come back. Tell you what, lads, get fucked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Brilliant. Yep. Love it. What a lass. And then I started season Citizen. six. Started season six, and that's the one I've done the first arc in that, which is the the chip inhibitor <clears throat> goes wrong in one of the clones' heads. Ooh, yes. Oh, wait, and, um, and he kills he like the twins or whatever. Yeah, he kills one of the twins, and he thinks that Order 66 has kicked in, and that was rad, that was. Good art, that, isn't it? Good art. Yeah, yeah, because it shows you like a lot more that was going on like on with the Cam- Kaminoans, is that how you say it? Yeah. On Camino, yeah. Yeah, Kaminoans. And now uh, Dooku was like pulling their strings and shit, but Sidious was pulling Dooku's strings. It was like, oh, I just showed you. Behind the scenes, that was good. Good shit. I'm enjoying it. Hey, Chris. Yes. What did you think about the Scottish accents of those sisters? Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it proper threw like, me. What part of the Highlands were they from? <laughs> when she came on, she was like, My name is Conor McLeod, or the Glen McLeod. I was born in the 1400s in the Highlands of Scotland near Glenfinich, and I am immortal. <laughs> Who wants to live forever? Yes. So, uh, as I talked about last week, drunken eBay in. The results are in. I wish I had some uh, some music for this. Like, yeah. Drunken eBay. What did he buy? Do 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 do. Some special segment now. Yeah. So, this is what turned up. Right out the bat, we got a. A vintage 1984 baby Ewok sticker, which is absolutely goddamn glorious. It's quite big as well, isn't it? You guys have yeah, it's seen glorious. it. Yeah, it's glorious, mate. Quite enamoured with that. So that was a that was a good decent purchase. Um, and then I just got a bunch of vintage Kenner figures. So I got a Hoth, Hoth Rebel Soldier, nice. which has got an absolutely fantastic handlebar moustache. <laughs> it's glorious, isn't it? He looks like an absolute lad. There's uh, an Ugnaught, minus his purple cape and his briefcase, but, you know, he looks cool. Um, Anya came in my bedroom, actually, and she said, Mom, Dad's been buying Umpa Loompa toys. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Quarren, Kev, what, what was his name? Is squid it Squid, fe- squid head. head? It's not Squid Face, is it Squid Head? Squid Head. So you've got him, he's in... He's in pretty good nick and then zuckus but it's not zuckus it's forlom mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah, yeah they got it wrong didn't they, they yeah they... and then the ps the resistance absolute belter return of the jedi luke skywalker complete with cape lightsaber and blaster 
I'm not even going to check how much I paid for that, but it's fucking sweet and it's in a mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> Are you too scared to look, dude? Is that it? I am, mate, yeah. What's yeah. brilliant is that particular figure, I've you hardly ever see them now without the nose worn off. That is one of the figures where the paint wears off the nose and he just looks like he's got a face full of shit, doesn't he? Like he's got brown, he's been brown nosing like someone. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually got paint. Yeah, he's, he looks good. Nice. It's a good one. So I'm happy with that. And uh, Do you have a tag have a... number of Lukes you have? Uh, <laughs> no, but it's about to considerably get smaller. But that's a separate conversation ah. for a separate time. Oh, okay. shit. It's so going to get bigger. It's going to get bigger. You're going to be ordering 40th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> nope. There's going to be more Lukes. There's always more Lukes. I know, I'm, do- I'm uh, Seriously, I'm... No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay, no. no. All right, all right. Uh, so you said you got um, a vinyl. Oh, yeah. I randomly bought uh, Left Alice by Tool on vinyl, which oh. is fucking goddamn glorious. You've listened to it yet? Uh, no. Oh, you going to open it? I've opened it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've opened it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like all holographic and it's picture discs and it is sweet but yeah glorious showed it to us in the week didn't you yeah it looked brilliant it looks brilliant well it's not the kind of album i can pop on like in Mm -hmm. the current situation with people constantly here yeah yeah i uh i need the house to myself and a a glass of beer and my headphones oh that is a great situation yeah Yes, cool. I just wanted to give an update as well on the John Boyega print that I um, oh yeah that I've done because I've I got it I've got it up as a pre-order. So thanks to everyone that's pre-ordered it already. Um, but it's it's slightly delayed at the printers, so hopefully I'll be getting it in by the end of this week, and then prints will be going out by the end of whenever you're hearing this. It'll be like next week sometime. So because I realise it, it's been a while. Oh, yeah, no, it's understandable. As, with... as Stained said. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Why am I bringing Stained up? What that? I don't know. Awful. Oh, awful. I'll fucking get that reference. I'm a jazz it's guy. It's outrageous. Ugh. I feel sick. I've just been sick. How can you go from talking about tall to talking about Stained? <laughs> What's wrong with me? I go, back, I, go back, I go back to John Boyega. Yeah, putting I, a stain I watched, on the podcast. I watched... Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising last night. I've not seen oh, it before. Oh, I haven't seen it either. Oh, oh all right. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. No, 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 that's the first one. That's I watched the, the, the sequel where John Boyega plays... Uh, oh, yeah, with Johnny right. Boy. How was it? What's his name's lad? What's his name, uh, Kev? I never Idris? saw the first one. Idris Elba, yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking, yes. Has anyone, have you seen it, Kev? Wait. Uh, just to, as a side issue, I did the we did the what they called the immersive things in cinemas. Oh, the 4DX. Oh, mate, it was fucking horrible, was it? <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I've only ever done that for Force Awakens, and I hated it. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only time I saw it. That's the only time I've seen that film. Right. Because I didn't like it because it was just. Well, I don't know if it was the 4DX or not, but I just. Oh no, not for me. I mean, I love the first one because it, so it is—it's it, just like it's Gamma, isn't it? Like yeah, directed, 
giant oh, robots beating up monsters. So it's just dead yeah. cheesy. Yeah. And obviously Idris like comes out with that awesome line. Like, Today we are cancelling the apocalypse. <laughs> Uh, and they kind of set John Boyega up to do that in a little mini speech, and it's just not as good. But yeah, it's proper cheesy. But John Boyega is just—he's just a lad, isn't he? He's just dead funny, and he's—he's he's got his his London accent in it, and he was just making me laugh all the way through it. It's an awful film. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to lie, but it's—I'd watch it. I'd watch it again. Sure. Good for a laugh. Have you seen they're on about? Have they seen they're on about doing a sequel to Attack the Block? Speaking of yes, mate. Yes. Oh. Blang on. Absolutely. I mean, Joe, Joe Cornett have talked about it, haven't they? Of like doing yeah. a sequel. I'm like, whoa, I really liked Attack the Block. And I thought, yeah, that, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Because I noticed that, you know, after he did his like Black Lives Matter speech, yeah. It, it, like that film just massively spiked, didn't it? In trend yeah. or something. I was like, how bizarre. And then it's fucking not, awesome. It as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. And then they're not about talking about doing a sequel. I'm like, boom. That's that. Bring, bring it yeah. on. So yeah, that was a, a random watch last night, but that was good. Oh, do you know, I watched randomly yesterday as well, just side note, and I was stunned at how much I enjoyed it. I watched Avatar. Mm. Oh, yeah. For the All right. first time since it came out in the cinema. Because I thought it was absolute bobbins, like when I went to see it. Mm. Uh, I thought they'd spent like 10 years developing this technology and about five minutes writing the story. <laughs> That's... That sounds familiar. Good to see it in 3D. Oi, oi. I know where you go with that comment, Kev. <laughs> see what I did there, Chris? See what Oof. I did, dude? <laughs> 16 years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Today, I'm going to get you to say on this podcast, if we have to podcast for the next 30 years, you're going to say that The Phantom Menace is a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> well, you know when we record, when we go over and see Jimmy and Ed next year, and we yeah. just... We're absolutely bladded one night and we record. That might be when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're fucking pissed or whatever, whatever you guys call it, um, you're just going to say how much you hate it. <laughs> I'm quite a happy yeah. drunk. I'm quite a happy drunk. I'm not a nasty drunk. Quite a happy drunk. So that might be... I might just declare my love. I might be like that insanely drunk that I say Attack of the Clones is the greatest Star Wars film ever. <laughs> and then that and that droid factory scene is my favourite in the whole like Skywalker saga. We need like, more of this in Star Wars. <laughs> oh man. We'll be able to do the podcast outside. In the yard. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. But yeah, yeah, Avatar. I was like I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. It was it was all right. It's quite it's held up all right. That has. it's not not mm. too shabby as a piece of light sci-fi entertainment with an age as well. Yes, an ethical message. It's all right because you're going to have Avatar two, three, four, and five coming out. In the yeah, well, I thought that, and I was like, this is, I'm quite into this, and I'm not. I know I've said this a while. Like, lock, lockdown's done a few sent me funny a few times, hasn't it? <laughs> when I've talked about these Klingons and. <laughs> Other bits, Bob's, but <laughs> Zoe, Zoe Zeldana, she's she's fantastic anyway, isn't she? She's brilliant as Gamora. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. mind, don't mm-hmm. mind green skin lady, but she's she's all right in that. She's I know she's a big long like weird like blue thing, <laughs> blue thing. But <laughs> there were times I was like, yeah, 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 oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Do not edit. 
25. I like Stephen Lang a lot. Like he, he's a good actor. Uh, yes. He's the Colonel. Oh, he's dead oh, cheesy. Okay. He's cheesy as hell, isn't he? Yeah. No, no, no. He is a he is uh, uh, he was General Pickett. Yes. Yes. Gettysburg, back in '95 or whenever the hell that was. Gettysburg. Greatest movie of all time. Gettysburg. Kev's seen it. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Stephen Lang is he is meant to play uh, some kind of grizzled military yeah. commander. Like and he he is a right Gettysburg. Print. He was General Jackson and Gods and Generals. He was on that TV series, the like we're gonna travel back in time and live in prehistoric Earth with the dinosaurs and shit. And mm. Stephen Lang was there. Oh, what he was, was that? like the military camp guy? Brilliant bit where he's because he's got them scars on his face, and he? he's got like like where the Navi have like scratched him. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Graveville. Sorry, the guy, the guy in the wheelchair is like looking at him, and he's like going. Is looking at his face is like, yeah, I know, I know, I'm pretty. He <laughs> <laughs> talks about all these tours that he did, like he like survived all these like other wars. Just like, do you know when this happened? Day one out there, son. Day one <laughs> out there. They offered to clean it up for me, but I like to keep it. Cause you know why? Every time I look in the mirror and see it, it reminds me that they're coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I love it. It's great. It's yeah. great. He he sets the scene for Pandora, right? Like yeah, the initial yeah. for the audience. Like he is like the initial. Is this an Avatar podcast? Like, a, yeah. I'm just one twenty five. That one. Yeah, I love him. He's like damnation in uh, Gettysburg. <laughs> it's a good line of his in Gettysburg. Damnation. No, it wasn't that. Anyway, uh, is that your week, Chris? Uh, sorry, I'm turning to Kevanta. That's uh, a depressing thought. That really is, mate. Seriously, get some help. <laughs> help. Oh, I've got one last thing. Oh, I've, one more thing. Just a one little more bit thing. of sizzle. I've sent something exciting to print today. Ooh. And I've, I did some artwork a couple of months ago probably and the two pieces that kind of like go together kev wants to get his hands on them dead bad <gasps> oh i know what this is then uh, we still talking uh, about penis no oh okay <laughs> and they're probably the most requested like messages i've had sent like are these for sale are these for sale are these so like ever so i've decided to do them as a set as limited edition prints and i've planned something quite special for them they've gone to print this this week so hopefully, in about a month's time, I can say more on that. Uh, <sighs> it's no good, man. A month? It's probably a well, bow. It's probably a bow of fat or a vader. And, uh, I, and I distinctly remember, Chris, that you said that for fellow podcasters, they don't pay anything for these prints, do they? Is that right? I distinctly remember. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how much shit they give me. What's funny? Both are colour. Oh, <laughs> dude! What are you found that color set? Oh, dude! This is mental. This is mental, man. No, we take, all like, know. Uh, would it take a bounty onto two pack to like swing you around? No, no. We all know it's Captain Topples <laughs> carrying a baby Yoda. Ooh! <laughs> Spoiler. Big hand Spoiler. in the journey of baby Yoda. Oh, wait, he died. Died. Yeah. Oh, Christopher! <laughs> Christopher! Oh, I'm excited now. Oh, I know Chisel. what it is. 
Thistle. That is proper proper. And I've, I've, I've blown them up quite considerably bigger than the original pieces, so nice. they're massive. Where the fuck am I going to put them? <laughs> oh, <laughs> where am I going? It's all right. I'll, I'll take them family pictures down. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's me. Sorry. Go, 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 go. So, uh, go, speaking go. of Chris's art, and I'm probably going to edit this out, but I don't care. Um, Jimmy was complaining recently about how he had a bunch of Chris Hall's art to place on his wall, and he had a space missing. And he asked our group, Chris, help me out here. I need to. I need another piece of art to put in here. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I think Kev man. can draw you something to put right, right there in that spot. Hey, <laughs> Kev said a picture of Thrawn, all nicely colored in, you know, blue face, and he's put his thumb up Color. and everything, and it says, Thrawn loves Jimmy with an arrow through it. <laughs> and I was like, you know great. what? You know what? It was great, but it's Chris Hall art around it. So I printed it out. <laughs> and made it more Chris Hall like in black and white and it came out really good his face is all dark and his hands all dark <laughs> have you got a color printer dude you use probably 10 friggin' ink cartridges for that thing that cost you $84 I might hang this somewhere <laughs> I told you that now we've we've really have found out who the true artist is on this podcast, haven't we? Clearly, clearly. I've been, I've been like quite modest up to now, but uh, my artwork's finally finally out there of how good it is. I think you should show that artwork to the world. Put it on our. I should. Uh, maybe I'll post. I it don't think you should because that looks like some fucking <laughs> 1920s Disney shit. No, not not Looking about my artwork, the original artwork, Ed's really, Ed's just doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried to make it black and white. I don't know. <laughs> my, original, right. my original color version. You know, you know, I printed it out and I'm going to hang it there in color. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. Yeah. You should. You should. Oh. <laughs> so you've got all that. You've got all that black and white rubbish around it, Jimmy. And then you've got the centerpiece <laughs> of my color. We can talk about that further when we get to my week in Star Wars. But right now, Ed, why don't you uh, tell us what you didn't do this oh, week? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about what I did do and get. I so for my week in Star Wars, I got. A the final book in the Be More series by Christian Blovelt. So Be More Han. No, sadly, Kev. They're I know Chris that one, said that, but no. well, Kev, I'm sorry they don't make a Be More Han. Han. Time. Give him time. I got the nice. Be More Vader book. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It just kills me every time I think about it. Yes, you're saying, Ed, is that there's no Be More Handbook, but there's a Be More Vader book. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because who's a better character? Who do you want society to emanate more? Han <laughs> or Vader? Um, so it's, it says Be More Vader on the front, and then it says Ass- Assertive 
thinking from the dark side. Mm. Mm. Are you stuck in a rut at work, regardless of whether you're forever fixing the office <gasps> printer, building the Death Star, or training a Sith apprentice? Seize the moment and ask yourself, what would Vader do? I just kill someone, wouldn't he? Get ahead, of the, get ahead of the competition with advice from a Darth Vader and the galaxy's most powerful leaders. Learn how to gain proper recognition, take control of meetings, and hold on to power. <laughs> take control of meetings. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's one and only meeting in a new opening. Joke someone to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Choke the bitch out. How do your meetings go at work, Kev? I don't two have minutes, a, two minutes me. in and out. Just get two what you minutes. want. Yeah, it's just me on my own. So that says it all, doesn't it? He only needs <laughs> two minutes. That's right. Two minutes. Two minutes. Hurts. Kev's two-minute yeah. meetings. <laughs> and it's just me on my lonesome. You know what goes on. I've been in your pres- I've been in your car, mate. When you've had a meeting with someone from work that rang you. Ooh. Have you? Yeah, and it's brilliant. You were talking to him about work. And then as soon as you put phone down, you were like, do you know what? He's a right fucking prick he is. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize you didn't unmute it or he was still on the phone. I'd not switched the phone off and hung up. You're like, oh, <laughs> like we can still hear you. You're like, oh, uh, not, no, not no, you. No, I wasn't you. talking about yeah. you. Uh, I was just teasing. Uh, just teasing. This other guy. Yeah, this other dude. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so, that, so we currently are in B-more Leia. I think we might. We have Vader and Yoda still to go through. I mean, I think we might do Vader next. We'll see. We'll see what we feel like after Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Further on into my week, I had a pretty big week. Um, I got the, yeah. finally, it seems like I'm the last person on earth to get this, but I finally got the Lando Black Series 40th um, mm. figure. And it's nice. Oh. It's nice, and nice. I, I I pulled out my previous black series Lando, who's in the same and it's the same same costume. <laughs> Everything's the same, but the face is different. The face uh-huh. is different. The face is actually better. It seems like he's got a little more. I don't know, reddish. It's not reddish, but it's it's not as matte looking. If you know what I mean. I don't know. It's, <clears> it's yeah. It's got more life Less to his shiny. face. The mustache is way better, and. Um, <laughs> The eyes are better too, as well. <laughs> that they so should actually, they should put that uh, Ed, put that on the Amazon review, will you? <laughs> better mu- the eyes and the mustache were just very superb this yes. time around on the print. Yes, and the articulation. Oh wait, I didn't open it, so I can't say that. But you're not you're not opening that, Ed, are you? Oh, no, 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 no. Come on, open that motherfucker right up. Oh, them- <laughs> Don't you dare, Ed. Keep that like that. Keep that for your shrine, dude. Keep that for the shrine. Open <sighs> in the bo- unopened. Yeah, it's staying unopened. All right, and then next I got, finally, I think, when did I order this? Uh, probably like six to eight months ago, but it was, it's the 10-inch motherfucking Funko Baby Yoda. Oh, dude, that's fucking sweet. And this guy comes in a box that you could fit Jimmy's daughter in. <laughs> That's fucking weird, dude. It's like that's pretty huge, big. Huge, huge box. That is life-size Baby Yoda, which mm. makes sense. Wow, that is big. Yeah. His head's just moving all on its I, own. It's like it's it's wingspan or ear span. 
if you will. Earspan, earspan, yes. Uh, is like the same as its height, so that's why they had to have such huge box for it. It's pretty. When cool. did you uh, pre-order that? <sighs> I want to say like when all the shit was coming out, like October or something. Well, we got yeah. the show in October, right? October, right? So like November or whatever. Yeah, I think I pre-ordered mine on the same day because I remember us both getting excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the same day that uh, you paid him for, you know, Anaheim. Yeah, probably. I got a shipping, ship, shipping notification for mine this week from Zavik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tracked it this morning. And apparently it was undeliverable on Friday, whatever that means. All right. So I... I heard. The hell? Got on a live chat with DHL delivery services, and they were like, "Oh, I just contact your merchant. We couldn't deliver it." What? So I'm really pleased you've got that. It looks really good. Thank you. <laughs> what a shambles, mate! What an absolute shambles! What a shit show! Mm. Well, Ed, hold it up. Hold, let, let me have a look at it again, Ed. You can always move to America. <laughs> Such a prick. <laughs> so. Oh, I better be nice to you, Chris. I, think, I don't know. Put it down, Ed. What was it? Down, Strutty told me about how, like, see how his skin is like a matte kind of finish yeah. on his head? His hands are, like, glossy, like, reflective. All right. Oh, yeah, I can see that now. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. Like, why? Does he wash his hands a lot? I don't know. I don't know, why. I know for a fact when <laughs> I get it, like, I know as soon as I get it, it'll. I'll have it for about five minutes, and then it'll disappear. <laughs> that fucking one that I bought last week, which is not Hasbro, by the way, it's a Mattel one. No, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. They've done such a good job on that. I say, give the fucking license to Mattel. Take oh, it off please. Hasbro. Shit bastards. Yeah. And it, that, that's gone. Can you see it behind me in my room? No, disappeared. I had it for like a day. It's gone. <clears throat> is it? Uh, you are you talking about the plush? The plush? Yeah, that one I had last week, yeah. Oh, so it's not Hasbro? No, it's Mattel. Oh, I want to get that. Mm. So, uh, it's so awesome. Chris, which one? Which one's decided it's theirs? Anya or Jackson? Uh, Jackson. Jackson. Good lad. Yeah. Good man. It's. It's. No, it is this, Kev. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah now it's it is. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't so. buy it for you. You didn't buy it no. yourself. No. Just buy two. Despite the fact it's his birthday next week, it Ooh. is his. Ooh. <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> bastard. <sighs> Surrounded by pricks, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, good. You know, I was fucked yesterday, mate, right? Mrs. H, she says, oh, I'm going for a picnic on Saturday. Wait, girls, is that all right? Like, we're doing a socially distanced picnic. I'll be, be gone for a couple of hours. It's the first time, mate, she's left the house in 14 weeks. Mm. Seven and a half hours she were gone. Nice. I was I fucked when she got back. I can't believe she did think of you there, mate, that you had to seven and a half hours with kids. That's unacceptable, isn't it? That's why I watched Avatar, because that's how fucking long that film is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have watched Lord of the Rings trilogy, unedited. I said Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to back. Or the Hobbit oh. trilogy. Yeah. Nah. Unedited, brilliant. There's a bit on the Fellowship documentaries where Pete says the first cut that he puts together is ten and a half hours long. Oh, of Fellowship. Oh, <laughs> God. God. You know, if it was that, if it was the quality of everything else in the film, I'd be all right with that. 
Nice. I'm surprised. Don't don't tell everybody. There'll be some sort of release the ten and a half hour cut petition going on. Yeah, on the line yeah. or something. I reckon Lord of the Rings fans, in my uh, experience, are generally rad as fuck. So yeah, that's what I mean. They're not idiots. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's why you don't anyway. see any of that shit out there. People are patiently waiting to see what the Amazon thing happens as. Yeah. Jimmy Dice, mate, what are you saying? You've got two weeks to talk to us about. I know. No, I, I got have, a couple um, more. I got a couple more. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, dude. <sighs> oh, I pulled an head then. You caught yourself off, didn't I? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so continuing my week in Star Wars, um, I actually finally got to watch Jedi Temple um, Challenge. Is that what it's called? Jedi yes. Town? With my girls, who yes, I mate. knew before it loved the Clone Wars arc where the where the Padawans get to build their lightsabers. So I was yeah. like, I know they get to build lightsabers in this. This might actually go well for them. And we're watching it. We finished the first one and they're like, let's watch another one. That's something I love it. I love it. I love it. And then the second one starts. They're like, I think this team's going to win. And then I'm like, I think purple team's going to win because in the preview, they show them like in the final like temple. Yeah. <laughs> like what the spoiler spoiler. Like every episode begins with them showing what the whole thing's going to be like. And then they show like the examples during, uh, I don't know why, but they show like the team that's going to be in that episode doing the final challenge, and I'm like, okay, so now I know who's going to oh. like maybe win it. But anyway, well, otherwise, well, unless they unless they don't have any like stock footage and they're building the they're stock building footage the stock from these footage, first yeah, yeah. group. Yeah. That's what I was hoping, but anyway, um, apparently they love it. The girls love it. They wanted to watch a third one, but I was like, uh, no more TV because. Can't give too much TV to your kids, right, Chris? Oh, fuck that, mate. That's, just, <laughs> that's all my do now. Quarantine, what else are you going to wow, do? Wow, okay. Right, all right. Ed, mate, if you had bags under your eyes like me and a white beard like mine, you wouldn't be saying too much TV, because TV is a godsend. It's true, it's true. But yeah, Jedi Temple Challenge. I watched the latest one as well with um, with Jackson this week. Uh, which I think is episode four, and he lasted about two minutes this time and was not bothered whatsoever. Nice. But Anya was was in the room, uh, and she was on her iPad, and she does this funny thing, Anya, where she just, like, she, like, looks out a corner of her eye like she's not watching something, but then she's, like, transfixed to it, and she got proper into it, and when it went off, she was like, is there any more of that? That was amazing. Is there any more of them? Is there any more of them? And it keeps coming up, like, every time she sees it on the... YouTube menu. She's like, put it on, put it on. So yeah, she's well into it. So that's cool. It is cool. Other challenges they do are really cool. Yeah, a lot of the kids in the show are like similar age to her, aren't they? They're like ten and eleven and stuff. So yeah, and they always have the team that's like looks bigger and older, and you're like, ah, they're gonna fucking win. Yeah, (laughs) they're gonna own. I always always root for the underdog me, man. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody does. The taller kids get the part. whole trampoline one better. There's a there's a trampoline part. Like, come on. Obviously, the taller kids are going to win that one. All right. Um, and lastly, I started reading Shadowfall slash listening, which is the sequel to Alphabet Squadron. And it's good so far. It's doing the whole going through every character and they're, you know, flying around doing their shit. Also, I just want to add one bit. It's not really a a spoiler at all. Um, They mention Vanguard Squadron a few times, which, if you may or may not know, 
is mentioned a couple times in the gameplay trailer for Squadrons, the oh. video game. It's all connected. It's like poetry. connected, mm-hmm. boys. So that was cool. Um, other than that, I'm liking it so far. I'm like, I don't know, a fifth of the way through it or a quarter. And that is now my week in Star Wars. Oh, I wore my scruffy-looking podcaster t-shirt out when I went to Target. And um, I got a couple of remarks. One was going to listen to the podcast. The other one just yelled at me like, scruffy-looking nerf herder. I was like, yeah. And I put my hands up as I walked by. <laughs> like, I fucking hate that guy. We all had masks on because, you know, COVID. And um, while I was at Target, I bought a new hat. It's the like Star Wars Not Funko Empire Strikes Back hat. And it's the 40th anniversary Nice. That's sweet. It's got some lettering underneath under the bill there for the 40th anniversary. It's got on the back 40th, the Empire Strikes Back. It says Empire Strikes Back on the front. It's got like blue, pink, and yellow lettering. How's the style? What style of hat is it? Is it like a trucker hat or? No, it's it's full cotton all around or whatever it is made out of polyester. 100%. And then then it's got a clip. In the back clip, uh, what, do you, what do you call the adjustable? The snap, the snap adjustable thing. Snap adjustable. Yeah, that that shit. I, I prefer fitted hats myself. Oh dear, really? Mm, yes. <laughs> Kev, Kev, you really see the cultural differences there. What yeah, you can't say it like, "Hey man, I wore my t-shirt to Target, and this guy was like, scruffy looking herder, yeah." <laughs> if that was in the UK, some guy checked out my t-shirt, it'd be like, "You fucking looking at? What, what are you fucking looking at? <laughs> Staring at me for you, cunt? Come you on. mind? Fucking juggle, mate. Come on, looking, looking at me like that. <laughs> or, or it'd be like, oh, that guy." That, and that guy there's got a Star Wars t-shirt on. <laughs> I'm not going to go and talk to him now. <laughs> I'll pretend in my mind if I did it would have been cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So that's my week, fellas. I got a wow. nice new hat and a bunch of stuff. There it's go. got a new hat. It's 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 got a new hat. That should be a t-shirt. For God, us, right? It's got a new hat, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and let Jimmy talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> that fucking hat's going to be fucking thrown out because you got the Mud Trooper hat that's actually here on the top of my shelf hidden because I don't know what the fuck to do with it. A Mud Trooper small. hat? Hey, you got a Mud Trooper hat. Who? What? Anyways, I'll show it to you later. All right. So anyways, my week in Star Wars, I got two weeks because I've been away, um, you know, doing fatherly things on Father's Day. Uh, enjoy some really thick slabs of uh, Nerf meat, Nerf steak. It was real good. Bone and tomahawk ribeyes. Uh, enjoy some Mon Calamari's on the grill. I mean lobsters. Excuse me. Uh, those were delicious. Nice. nice. And, Live in Maine. Um, got to do it. Hey, got to eat. You know, man's got to eat. Man's got to eat. And so, anyways, um, Star Wars related. I finally got up and. Hung up Chris's awesome, some of Chris's awesome artwork that he sent me. I got the Nazgul, I have the tree, and I got my Mando, and I have 
Admiral Radis all up there. I got them all backed on, um, and I just kind of put them up on the wall, and I think they look pretty good. I uh, I dropped a little <laughs> thing on the Twitter at Hebrew two hundred seven, and um, <clears throat> yeah, it looks pretty dope. I just got. I realized, like shit, I just got to order more artwork from my buddy Chris at Chris Hall Illustration on Instagram at Black Sheep Rebellion on Etsy or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, no, you don't, Jimmy. And uh, <clears throat> no, you don't. Man. I'll but yeah, that. no, it's it's all good. You know, it's all good stuff. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I needed like one little extra piece in here, and then because I, I wanted to like make a cool little shape, it's like I just need like one more, and then you know, Kev does his fucking Thrawn loves Jimmy photo <laughs> and puts it in there, and it's like, you know what, that ain't half bad. <laughs> True, but um, so anyway, Jimmy, it's going on Jimmy, from it's that. A it's a masterpiece, Jimmy. It is a masterpiece, bastards. Anyways, um. I know you guys talked about squadrons, but all I'm going to say is I am so stoked about it. I fucking I am in that. I am an X-wing pilot, or I'm a Y-wing pilot, but most likely an X-wing. Customizable colors, hell yeah, it's going to be green like my boy Cornhorn from the X-wing Rogue Squadron series. Um, I, I just can't wait, man. Like I want to. Uh, back when X-wing versus Tie Fighter came out, I was in Karelian Knights Squadron MSN Gaming Zone, and I just want to bring all that shit back. There's going to be a video game segment, I think, coming this fall, boys. Heard and seen. Um, we, uh, Ed and our boy Jeff Pierman and Joss Nelson, we did a little SWOTOR bro tour this past week. Ooh, uh, how's, it going? how's it going on there? Well, really well, yeah. We did another Flashpoint. Um, it was awesome. Had a really fun time. It was, what was it? I kind of can't remember. A um, bunch of droids uh, and Athis. shit. I think it was Athos or something. Athos? Yeah, yeah. It was after we released Revan, which is like, holy shit, Revan's back now. And then he just, you know, goes and fucks off somewhere. We'll catch up to him later, I guess. I don't know. Um, so we had a real fun time. Really cool. Uh, also, new book I got in the mail that I didn't realize that I ordered a few weeks ago. It's a Legends book, uh, Dawn of the Jedi, Into the Void by Tim LeBon. And mm. this takes place... It's a good one, that. I've read that. Yeah, I think Chris yeah. has read that one. I think, yeah. Uh, it takes place <laughs> 25,793 years before the events of Star Wars A New Hope. It says it in the, you know... Holy thing. shit. It says that. Yeah. So this is the earliest book in any timeline of the EU that was ever written. So I'm just going to kind of read it. Um, thinking that there might be something cool, a little tidbit in there, because you know, I know you guys talked about the gallery last week for Mando, but how Favreau and Filoni love to pull like cool little connections from here and there, and how they do it fucking properly, by the way. And yeah. they even said it up. I felt so vindicated when they said that. They're like, we're going to put something in, deep cut, just make it subtle, make it part of the scene. Don't fucking draw attention to it, Johnson. JJ, come on, guys. Just, just, just <laughs> let it be. Just let it ride off in the sideline. The best Jimmy, part, you, the best part you about what... you stand up at that point? Yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. So, enough about squadrons. Enough about that. I'll just touch on the, the gallery real quick thing. I think that Favreau and um, um, the guy who did um, the Deveronian, Berg... Uh, Byron Hadley. Tom, uh, you know, I, I keep wanting to say Tom Clancy, but it's the other Clancy. Clancy <laughs> Brown. Whatever. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Brown, yeah. yeah. Clancy Brown, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clancy Brown, like, I think they know each other, and they definitely have a history. And you know what? We're going to go into that a little bit more as we go into the Are You Kidding Me segment. Which but is the next Anyways, 
Yeah. Which is the next segment after I know we finally get you through You just fuck up the, the segue by springing it up early. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, well, anyways. <laughs> so then I also got Shadowfall. Uh, last thing here, I got Shadowfall. <laughs> I haven't started reading it yet um, because I want to read it. I'm going to take a week off. Uh, not a week, but I'm going to take some days off on the 4th of July, go to camp, just kind of unplug, disconnect, be up there with the stars, you know looking up in the universe, and uh, I am going to read this cover Ooh. to cover Alexander Free's Star Wars Shadowfall. So I haven't really read anything about it. I did a refresher on Alphabet Squadron, like did a quick synopsis. I'm going to have the book with me because, you know, I like to make little notes and highlights and cool little pointers and things that they do in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm super I'm super excited to read it. I can't wait. Um, I make, like wait, how... Wait, make, make sure you mark the page number and paragraph when you do it. Though. Yeah, I love that shit. Oh, I do. Yeah. No, okay. Oh, you, all right. You will get more of that. Show um, me the show me the cover, Jimmy. Yeah. So the cover is uh, one of the characters, and I can't really think of her name off the top of my head because I can't pronounce is that it. Chas? But she's Native? Yeah, it's Chas. Yeah, yeah. Cindric. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I don't have right. it. Right. I was like, she looks alright. She does. She's the B wing pilot, dude. You actually, she is. Uh, she is your jam because she rolls into she battle. Looks with a heavy metal rock plan yeah, she in does. her ears. Every time she goes into combat or every time she flies, she like cranks up the heavy music and it's just like we're going into the zone. Chas and the like, Chaddock. The Chaddock, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her and Will, the A Wing pilot, they're he like he has a huge crush on her, but they're like friends and stuff and it's weird, but not weird because they're on the team. Anyways, right, right, right. can't wait to reach out the fall. Really looking forward to it. Um, yep, keep speaking into the mic. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'll, keep, I'll try not to like stagger off here. It's been two weeks, man. I forgot how to do all of this stuff, clearly. Uh, and then the last thing I have is the uh, local place nearby where I live, the Saco Drive-In, Ooh. is doing on July 10th, 12th, 15th, and 16th. They're doing a special 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back drive-in <gasps> viewing. Can we go Names. together? Let's fucking do it. Sure, man. Ooh, we'll be neighbor cars. Sounds- Driving separate cars. <laughs> I mean, all it is is a big fucking tailgate, anyways, you know? Um, so, yeah, totally going to grow on one of those dates. That's going to be so awesome. I mean, obviously, it's a bummer we can't make it to celebration this year. I mean, as we, you know, knew 10 episodes ago that it was going to get canceled, but, or postponed rather. Um, at least we could do something really cool in Star Wars y celebrate the 40th anniversary of uh, Empire Strikes Back. So. Stay tuned for that. We'll post some pics from that. But yeah, Saco Drive-In in uh, Saco, Maine. If anybody's in the New England area, check it out. July 10th, 12th, 15th, and 16th. Go us. It's going to be great. Just go. Fracking go. Yeah, dude. Do Is that it. near where you live, then? Is that near where you live? Yeah, it's pretty close. Like, next town over. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. All right. No, right. Like, would, you would go there growing up and stuff like that. So, uh, um, it's all uh, lots of good times. Is that your week in Star Wars? Yeah, that's my week in Star Wars. All right, nice. Uh, so this is the time in the podcast where we go to the segment. Are you kidding me? So are you kidding me? It's a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say. Are you kidding me? So uh, here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. Better work, come on. So Jimmy. I have the Are You Kidding Me Today. Um, this is a big deal. 
because <laughs> I found out about this in a very roundabout way by listening to another podcast that I listened to, The Rewatchables. So, you guys, Shawshank Redemption fans? Yeah. 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 Great yeah, movie. Right. Like, iconic iconic movie of our childhood or adulthood for some of us. Not bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's running, you know, 24-7, 365 on TNT at all times. It's one of those <laughs> movies where you could watch it. It could be 20 minutes in, uh, an hour and a half in. It could be the final scene. You stop. And be like, someone asks you something. Like, no, no, just give me one second. Like, this part's coming up. You know, it's that kind of movie where you just, you always watch it, right? So... I listen to the rewatchables and it's a podcast. They go through and they like grade how rewatchable a movie is and stuff. And I was listening to about Shawshank Redemption and they mentioned a certain character that was being auditioned for by a person we know, Mr. John Favreau. Johnny Favs. Yes. Yes. Um, he was, and he was to be auditioning for the role of, and this is the name in the character sheet, fat ass. <laughs> oh, guys! Remember, he is the beginning part of the movie. He's the fresh fish guy. Hmm. Fresh fish, fresh fish, and the guy that uh, security guard Byron Byron Hadley, who is also played by Clancy Brown, that Favreau brings in to play Berg, the Deveronian episode six, the prisoner. Yep, he's also in Clone Wars. Um, yeah, so. Uh, Johnny Favreau, John Favreau, a oh boy Johnny. He auditioned for that role, didn't get it. Um, he told it was an interview later on. He told Empire Magazine that it was his worst audition he ever had, and encouraged him to try and lose weight. Um, so that was, you know, he he saw that and just just really just really didn't like the the whole vibe that he was doing. And then look where he is today. He's bringing back Clancy Brown, who he's had him before, or met him before through this. Um, to do to do Berg and um, I just think really kind of cool interconnection with mm. Shawshank Redemption and uh, Star Wars Mandalorian. Plus, I mean, if if he had taken the role of fat ass fresh fish guy, he would have been killed <laughs> by Clancy Brown, which I think would have been cool because oh you know, yeah, that would have been wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, for, for those that don't know, Clancy Brown. Voiced Savage Opress. But yeah, that's, this, yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude. Like all the connecting. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Are you I kidding mean, me? Because Clancy Brown, you know, like you said, Savage in Clone Wars, also Ryder Azadi in Rebels. Oh, yeah. Um, like, is he a good friend of Favreau? Like, do they know each other? Or is there some sort of connection here? Does he just love Star Wars and hanging out with. Johnny, I don't know. I just think it was kind of cool, like yeah. seeing that, uh, seeing that connection there. So there you go. The more you know, the nice. More <clears throat> you know. I don't know how. It also, he, he also plays the Kurgan in Highlander, doesn't he, Kev? Oh, oh, oh yeah, Highlander. God, I ain't seen that for ages. Jesus wept. Yeah. Jesus what? Wept. <laughs> w e p t. Highlander. <laughs> Did All you right. watch the TV show to that as well? Was that the um, what was his name in that? The Islander TV show. I love that show, and I bet if you watch it now, it'd be absolutely terrible. Anyway, go on, move along. Anyway, anyway, this is a segment where we say "fuck you." No, uh, 
this play out a little bit. Yeah, this is the time in the podcast where we do Be More Leia. Find your fucking <laughs> rebel voice. Fight the goddamn system. Yeah. All right. We're in the chapter Defining Your Goals. This is from the book Be More Leia by Christian Bluevelt. Awesome. Um, oh, yeah, this is Jimmy's inaugural. We did the first one last week, so this is your first time on this one. That was her. That was her. By the way, great job, boys. I shouldn't even need to be here anymore. I'm out. See ya. All right. <laughs> All right, bye. No. It <laughs> 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 was a good run, Jimmy. Yep, good run. All right. Yeah. Move along. Why is he still on? No, I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week, we're doing uh, the topic, understand the problem. Mm. Study the situation before you rush off to face it. Come up with a plan. Get the training you need and listen to the advice of others. Because there are some problems you can't vaporize in your X-Wing alone. Being short-sighted about how to raise a complaint with company leadership or how to execute that funding drive can be just as foolish as wasting all your fuel to flee an enemy that's just going to follow you anyway. Understand the problem. And the quote with this is from General Argana herself. Get your head out of your cockpit. There are things you cannot solve. Wow. <laughs> Fitting. Very fitting. Yep. Oh, she knows it all, doesn't she? Oh, man. She's got Sweet. the big picture in her mind the whole time. Mm. Mm. I mean, that's her that's training in her upbringing, man. Got to thank uh, some Bill Argana and his wife, like being raised on Alderaan and that political family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having the force because you see the dichotomy between Luke and Leia. You know where they were growing up influences like who they become and stuff. And I love seeing like I love seeing hearing this like the, her perspective because I feel like even though we got the book Leia, Princes of Alderaan, like I want more. Give me more Leia. Mm. Oh yeah. How many chapters are in this book, Ed? Because this could, this could be a brilliant little... Why you don't like it? No, I love it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How much longer we got with this that, shit? Do you know what? That, How long at the end? that actually sounded like a, a criticism, didn't it? Like an underlying, like, how yeah. many chapters are in this? You know, like, you know when you're watching a film that you don't like and you go, how long's left in this? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I asked. Yeah. Um, you know, voice inflection means a great deal. Or like a TV series and you're like, like, how many episodes are in this series? You're like, oh, I can't, I can't go on. But no, I meant that as a good thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, no, there's, there's, there's five chapters. And mm. just to sizzle, the next chapter is called Taking the First Steps. <gasps> Into a Larger World. These Ooh. are your first steps. <gasps> Ray. Ray. Hey. <laughs> Grand, nice. Grandfather and grandchild talking. What? <laughs> I'm not having that. Get the fuck out of here. Tell <laughs> uh, that in my head. All right. So now let's move on to news. We ready for this, boys? Oh, no. Sure. 
So first in the news, a little minor thing. Mark Hamill elaborated on his um, alias name that he uses for when he's in movies, like Easter eggs. Mm. Uh, apparently he is in Rogue One and Solo. But I don't think, from what I've seen, we do not know who he voices. And he tweeted out that um, it was for fun and the fans and because I love Easter Hashtag Easter eggs. I misremembered my pseudonym as Patrick Williams, which was a tweet he did earlier last week. Which we mentioned on Are You Kidding Me? last week. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was actually William M. Patrick. Ah. So he's being pretty coy about who he is in Rogue One and Solo, then. He's not saying who. And then he also says, I'm not telling what the M stands for. Hashtag guess. I'm guessing Mark. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, his wife's called Mary, isn't she? Ah, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could, Could be, be that. Could be that. Ah, uh, don't you just? In, doesn't he just endear himself to you more by just hearing shit like this? Like yeah. more little tidbits later on, and he could have just let that slide, and we we never would have known. But now you get to see it. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, has, has anybody found his voice, or who they think it may be in? No. no, you know, and I like I think oh, about it like on. I think about Rogue One and I'm like, I don't know, the guy the stormtroopers talking maybe? Like I don't I don't Could know. Like, before yeah. Baze before Baze kills him when they're shooting the shit together and Baze like, oh chew it. It's gotta be Oh that'd be ace if he's one of them. Because clear I knew straight away in Rise of Skywalker with Bulio that was just like mm. You could tell I could tell it was him straight away, like Window <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it doesn't say on the credits. It just says additional voices and uh, William yeah, M. Yeah. M. Patrick. Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. Then I wonder if he'll ever say like he actually confirm it. Oh, it'll it'll come out somehow. Won't That's it? what I mean. At some point, would it? It's just having a he's having a bit of fun, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, a bit of fun, isn't he? Mark, you know, he's loving it. It's classic, Mark. It. Right? This low, not much flowers news no. out there. Okay. I'll bring this up. It's like I'll let those nerds discuss Let's this. Fill in the void for those nerds. Let's, yeah, let hmm. them speculate and all that lot. They know Speculators. He yeah. knows what he's doing. Yep. So let's speculate on the High Republic. So oh recently, Charles Sewell released through IGN a whole chapter from uh, <laughs> an upcoming book he's doing. And uh, it's called The Light of the Jedi. Am I right? You are. And the, it's like the beginning chapter of it, which sets up the setting for it and the whole, probably the whole High Republic era kind of mm. situation going on. Uh, did you guys all read it? Uh, Chris, did yeah. you read it? That's oh, the yes. big question. Do you mate? Did you read this? Oh, we talk about books, aren't we? Sorry, I've zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> Coloring in something away. Uh, the High Republic Chapter 1 from Light of the Jedi? No? No? That one, no, it slipped me by that, mate. Sorry. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. carry on. You, you carry on, boys. Go on. Carry on. <laughs> carry on. Jimmy, you must have read that. Kev? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Are you me? What'd you guys you know think? Why, you know why you call it a chapter? It's very short. 
<laughs> two minutes, Kev. It was literally, I read it in two minutes and I got one on Eden and I was, all, I was done. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It read like a prologue to me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's like what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it had kind of like, it had like the beginning bit with the scroll kind of thing, didn't yeah. it? Like the little introduction about, you know, the state of the galaxy and is it... We're not gonna we're not gonna spoil any of like unless there's like little Easter egg stuff in it. We're not gonna spoil like how it goes, but there's not really anything to oh, spoil. No, there's not. No, no, I mean, I mean, it's not. There's nothing spoilery about the whole chapter at all. Really, right? No, there is no, nothing. It's not. Spoiler. Yeah, it's just it ends abruptly. Open. Read it. Mm. <laughs> none of the main char- none of the main characters are in it. Right. Are they? Right. That we know of. No. Yeah. I mean, that they've I mean, said all, you know. it's just literally, it's kind of like everything's wonderful in the world, isn't it? Everything's wonderful in the galaxy, and the outer rim yeah. is kind of like the future where people are moving to the outer rim to, um, settlers are moving to the outer rim to get jobs and make the life of it's themselves. It's like America. So it's, kinda, it's just exactly like, you know. <laughs> Just exactly like America, England settling America. Yes. <laughs> so are we? Uh, I'll just say, just want to be official. Are we not going to discuss the content of what was in it I, at I, all? Uh, no, let's, let's, well, let's just give a little warning. A little, uh, Chris. You want to do it live, or you want me to play? Uh... Lies, deceptions, more spoilers every day. Excellent. You heard it live here on the air. Can I just say at this point, that's my favorite, right? I think so, too. Chris Hall spoiler one. I love that one. (laughs) That's my cell phone ring. Do you know what I love? Any Saw Gamera impression is just fucking brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Get here. Yeah, what what I think makes it not very spoilery overall is like everyone you're introduced to dies at the end. Oh, spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's fucking dead. So I have I have thoughts on this from a perspective of you know just reading it. So we know the 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 story arc of this is going to take place in like the outer rim. This isn't like the core. This isn't like where everything's running super smoothly and stuff like that. It's not the capital. This is like the outer rim, still kind of piratey, still kind of weird. There's a lot of um, a lot of serenity, serenity vibes. I feel like going on here right now. What do you guys think? This is what several hundred years ago. They're still talking about, and this is a a freighter called the Legacy Run. They're making a milk run trip, delivering cargo from point A to point B. There's a captain that was on it. Um, she's an old military captain, but this is sort of like her retirement gig, like Captain Hedda or something like that. Oh, it's um, cassette, Captain Cassette, Cassette Hedda Cassette or something. Hedda Cassette, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, Hedda is her first name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Captain Hedda Cassette. So what happens is they're traveling through hyperspace. She's inspecting the crew on board. It's, um, you know, 20 people or so trying to be relocated uh, just for so they could start new lives and things like that. Basically, they're shuttling people to another colony to start a new life. Fast forward, you hear a klaxon. There's an emergency that's going on. They see a, like an asteroid or a, an object in front of them in the hyperspace lane. They have ten, 10 seconds before they hit it. Basically, there's a whole thing about 
they explain how hyperspace lanes out of the out of the rim are still kind of newish, uh, not really yep. trusted or verified, or a hyperspace lane is supposed to be completely eliminated of any kind <clears throat> of debris that would cause you know this kind of an impact. So immediately you're thinking, oh, this is something nefarious. Um, but ultimately, at the very end. They all die because they can't escape the. Um, it, it, they dodged the object, but the ship was so old it was tearing itself apart. It had seconds to live. Quote. Um, what do you guys think about so there, that? So there's an object that was pulling it out of hyperspace towards it. That, that's what I. I got know from, it was. It was or, an object in the hyperspace lane that the computer's like, oh, in ten seconds you're going to be flying right into this thing. So. Captain takes manual control of the ship and threads the needle all the way through. But in doing so, she stresses the structural integrity of the ship to the max. The entire ship Ooh. just explodes or disintegrates. Mm. It kind of says that, that it, yeah, it says that she's like experienced, that she's an experienced pilot, but and the, but the ship's too old that yeah, it couldn't handle what she tries to do to maneuver. So it just basically gives way. But it's kind of quite it's for exciting. A, for a, yeah, for a little opening thing, I mean, it's like the bit when she tours the ship and she's obviously got kind of um, like a connection and pride and then she goes to see those kids. Yep. You know, she goes to talk to the kids and then all of a sudden, boom, within the space of a few paragraphs, it's like disaster strike. She's like, holy shit, yeah. that's quite quite yeah, surprising, she's, she's really. She's connecting in, in, in with initial... all of her passengers. Mm. And, yeah, she's developed a connection with them, and then, boom, gone. Yep. Mm. yep. And she was, uh, they mentioned that she was a, f- a former fighter pilot of a <laughs> uh, uh, pilot of a Z-24 Buzzbug. So if you know, you have the Z-95 Headhunter. Well, you know, 95 between 95 and 24, there are that many models, apparently, that have taken place in this line from Incom. But, um, what I thought was kind of cool is just uh, the the writing, like the groan is a quote. The groan of the overstressed metal became a scream. The vibrations of the ship's passage through space took on a new timber Hedda had felt too many times before. It was a feeling of a ship that had moved beyond its limits, whether from taking too much damage in a firefight or as here just being asked to perform a new maneuver that was more than it could give. And that's really cool. I, I like that's yeah. I like that writing. It really you know, the overstressed metal became a scream. That's cool. Agreed. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was and just the, intrigued to see where it's gonna go, because I'm presuming at this point whatever I wonder what the object thing, thing is. Yeah, that's, that's what like I mean, a weapon. Whatever. If it's a weapon or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, because right. that's going to draw the Jedi out. I would have thought that they will then come and investigate, and then all of a sudden, boom. Because I think it says in the... I don't know if it's like the prologue where it mentions that there's been no real threat for a while to the... Right. I think that's right. If it, There's something in the prologue where it's like... The, it pretty much paints a picture that everything is wonderful, doesn't it? Because but, but, it says something about Chancellor So, who basically... It says... I can't remember what it says, but it says like... Although there were little gripes and everything, yes. people trust, you know, and everything was... So it really sets up that everything's well, I mean, been peaceful yeah, and so quiet the, for so long. The yeah. Chancellor um, of the Republic is named So, right? S-O-H? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And, you know, they they make it look, sound like it's a peaceful time, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but then the, the, it talks about how 
Chancellor So is reaching out to the Outer Rim and trying to pull in more planets and stuff. And I'm like, it kind of feels empirical to me. But Ooh. I don't know. Like, I, I, I know. But that, that's where the Sith. Yeah, that's where the Sith comes in. And then they're like, they use that against them and move on. But uh, it's a cool setting to, to set something up, I think, and challenge the invincible Jedi and see what happens. Ooh. I I think you touch upon a cool point there, setting. And my last point on this is the the entire setting. This is two, three, four, however many hundreds of years before the current events of, you know, the prequel series. You know, they're still trying to figure out hyperspace lanes, it seems like. Like, they still have ships where, you know, it might be questionable to make this long of a mm. jump to hyperspace without, you know, an engine overheating or just an old rust bucket really making it there. Like, they may, like, the, you got to think that hundred year different, uh, several hundred years of difference in technology, you know, they may not be able to actually use these ships the way that, you know, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, Han Solo are doing um, mm. in the in the eras that we have. So when the captain talks about, when Hedda talks about like her ship twisting and be like, oh fuck, the ship's falling apart. That's just like a common thing, you know. Sometimes, you know, it's like they always they always say that you know you're lost in hyperspace or just hyperspace takes you because it's just such a a wild, untamed thing. And I feel like this is the whole outer rim feel that we're really going to try to get here. This is the fu- this is the frontier. Um, you know, this is all the st- these are all the Republic outposts that are out here to help people. The Jedi are trying to enforce that and mm-hmm. get help to people who need it, like relocating these refugees or whomever they are that they're on the ship carrying yeah. around. I I, mm. I I surprisingly to myself, I found myself thinking about the the logic and storytelling of hyperspace during this. I don't know why, like, because it was talking about it a lot during this paragraph. So I was like. I know if there's been theories, and maybe even Pablo Hidalgo has come out and said, like, hyperspace is another dimension. So, like, when you go into hyperspace, you're not in the galaxy, you're, like, in another dimension. Or, you know, like, like there's been theories. I, don't, I, I might be remembering, remembering this wrong, but... Remembering. Remembering <laughs> this wrong. But um, this makes me think, like, okay, so it's it's not actually that. You're still in the same dimension, and things can be in the way still. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Because what, what was the quote in A New Hope when Han Solo was saying, Han Solo was saying them? Traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crop's bite. Yeah. You can. Without precise calculations, you could bounce right through a star or fly too close to a supernova, and that'll end your trip real quick, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh! There it is. There it is, folks. There it Thank is. Thank you. Heard live recorded. That's what they are. They, here, they, yeah. You're right, Ed. You're right, Ed. With this, I, I thought there was quite a bit about the hyperspace thing. But they're basically how unsafe it is and how it's not quite there and everything. And I'm like, I kind of thought, is that? Is the, I hope there's not much more of that. If that makes sense, I hope that. But it was clearly a thing at this point. Hence the ship blowing up and so on and so forth so um yep. well, this, it was okay this it was, definitely it was good, this definitely brought mm. it back to the like it's just going fast in space that's mm. what it is and not mm. in like another dimension or something but and, mm. and, and that's especially emphasized at the very end um 
what was it? Hedda locked eyes with her first officer who was staring out here knowing what was about to happen. He saluted Captain Lieutenant Bowman said, it's been in. The bridge ripped open. Hessa Cassette died not knowing if she had saved anyone at all. Like, it was that quick. So they're writing it purposefully to, I think, give more indication, like more, uh, more argument that this is a time when hyperspace travel is very, uh, very dangerous. Like, not everything has been figured out. You got ships that probably shouldn't be flying. Are they? Are they saying? I mean, that's quite. I've never thought of that before, and it's just come to me. Are they saying that not everybody is dead? Then no. Well, she said that. I know. I, I remember. I remember that. Obviously, I'm saying it because it says like she doesn't know. If she's, but I've just that's just come to me. Are they saying that they could be survivors from that, or, or is it is the whole ship just gone? Boom. I think it's just trying to give a perspective of be like, of her, yeah. like this, because the only perspective you have is of this person's right here on this captain. Her arc, boom, ended in a heartbeat because that's what happens in the vacuum of space and time. And you just, she'll just never know at all if anything, if she had saved anybody. I think that's cool. It's very interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's it's engaging, man. I I reread this a few times, and I just really really enjoyed it. I can't wait to get more. Yeah, same, same. I liked it. It was it was good. It was a nice little intro. So, so mm. I want to bring it back to hyperspace real quick, just for because I looked it up. Um, hyperspace. Er- this is from Wikipedia. In canon, is an alternate dimension that could only be reached by traveling at <clears throat> or faster than speed of light. But so it's an alternate dimension. But large objects in real space, so there's hyperspace and real space, cast mass shadows in hyperspace. So hyperspace jumps necessitated very precise calculations. Without those, the vessel could fly through a star or another celestial body, like we've already mentioned. Because of the danger, there existed predetermined hyperspace routes, which we've also talked about, which interstellar travelers could take. I mean, you got to think if you're trying to plan a hyperspace route, you got to take into account celestial orbits of any nearby system, like planets that are going to be in orbit, or you're going to be trying to travel in the space between each system. You know what I mean? Like thread that needle so you're just away from all those celestial bodies. Mm. I mean, that's that's a that's a whole lot of. I mean, just trying to even grasp at that you know the physics and the math behind all of that shit and all of the factors that go into it just goes to show that you know at the end of this this prologue that i think is probably is you know they still haven't even figured it all out it's like what the hell is this object in the hyperlane here for like who came up with like who came up with the technology and the knowledge to put something in there for them to affect them yeah Mm -hmm. and and from this uh we now know it has to be a large object. So what could it be that got in their way? Like, it has to be pretty, pretty big. That's no Pretty, pretty, pretty big. That's a space <laughs> station. Yeah. That's no moon. <laughs> I'll take your brain to another dimension. <laughs> Play coach attention. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that... I don't know why that one little paragraph got me thinking about hyperspace so much, but that's that's what it was. Mm, sweet. I do it, man. Yep. Uh, any more on that? You guys have? No. Nope. No. No, no, no. Good. Looking forward to it, right? 
next January. January, so. yes. Next January. Can't wait. Yep, Chris, can, <laughs> Chris cannot wait. Chris cannot wait. Learn Heard more about the that babes. hyperspace. <laughs> All right. Um, lastly in the news, possibly, I'm not sure. Do we have any toy news, gentlemen? Oh, oh. There's quite a lot of toy news, but we're not going to cover it because I think me and Kevin just done there, mate, aren't we? I'm done, mate. I am absolutely. I've had enough. Wait, you guys are Seriously. like you guys are like legit collectors, though. What, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, I've had enough. Oh, mate, I couldn't believe this week. Who's taking piss now, mate? Asbro. Do you yeah, know what? I, I, all I could think of was them. You know, like when you get an image of like corporate people sitting around a table, going, "How can we completely and utterly fuck Star Wars fans with just the same old reissued shite and hope that they pay and make me even richer?" Because and people it's just buy it. A joke. It they're really not, is. They're not even joke. trying. Are they? No. They're literally. Here's a Luke. They've just released a Bespin Luke, and then they do a let one a Dagobah Luke. It's the same figure with his shirt off. That so, looks <laughs> bollocks, by the way. It's like I know what he looks like. It before looks you get bollocks, that figure. Sorry. Before you get too into it, there was another Hasbro event thing, wasn't there on Monday? There was, mate. Yeah. Fan event where they were announced the next wave of Black Series uh, for the 40th anniversary line, and. <laughs> It's almost like they've been listening. I'm sure someone at Hasbro is listening to scruffy looking podcasters and how much uh, how much we we're craving for a new Vader and a new uh, Boba Fett figure because amongst this amongst this line, would you believe it, is uh, a Boba Fett and a Vader <laughs> and a Chewbacca and a Bespin loot and another loot. A Dagobah loot. A Dagobah loot. You need more loot. You can't have enough loots, right? Well, to take, to take the piss. I mean, that loot. They've just released a double pack of the Luke and the. Oh fuck this! Come on. <laughs> I read. You don't want to think about it or talk about it. It's. It's just lazy, man. Even the box art, and I know they're trying to like match what came out originally, but the Vader figure is a shot from A New Hope, and it's the same box from the 40th anniversary line, just oh with Empire Strikes back on it. The Chewbacca, the photograph is from A New Hope, promo shot, and it's the same as the... It's just fucking bobbins, mate. That's ridiculous. Mm. Like, at least pull a photo from the movie that they're promoting. Yeah, no, yeah. it a little bit. I know it matches what came out like in 1980 because they didn't have any photos from the films then. But you've got right. 40 years worth of stock yeah. images now. Use <laughs> and, and, yeah. and another make it thing, different. Yeah, yeah. Dress it up a little bit for Christ another sake. thing that's massive horse bollocks and all is the fact that they've done like let the retro collection do that. You know, they're yeah. doing a black series, doing a retro. You like oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I just despair, and then, you know this. They've just released a Luke Yoga double pack, and then they do it with individual packs. And like Chris said, this Vader and Boba Fett thing for this 40th anniversary. So it's getting beyond the joke, isn't it? It's like. What summed it up to me, Kev, is a read on Fantafacts put out on Instagram. Because one of the guys, not Mark, the main guy, there's another guy, I think his name's Matt. He's a massive, massive Fett collector. 
and he posted on Instagram saying this brand new 40th anniversary Black Series Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett is exactly the same mould as the original Boba Fett figure that came out when the Black Series line started. And it's the same mould now that they've produced four separate times. Yeah. It's the just, same figure. That's just so, laziness, man. It's, it's, it's lazy. Apathy. It's absolute. It's, it's just a joke. Disgusting. It really is absolutely. Just I've just had enough. It just tipped me over the edge of bollocks to it. I'm just can't be asked anymore. Look at this lad here. I've just sat through fucking 45 minutes of you lot talking about hyperspace on a book that I'm not even going to read. <laughs> We talk about two minutes, and this fucker walks off. Jimmy's walked off. <laughs> Fucking him out of here! <laughs> oh god! Unbelievable scenes. But yeah, it's lazy. I'm done. Black series. No thanks. I getting any more? No. Just no. And uh, and you know what? I'm so angry, and uh, we did hint at this, and I have now done this. I've actually put my Star Wars 40th anniversary on eBay. Yeah. What? Mine are all photographic, Kev. They're going on this week. Mm. Mine are on there now. I've done it as a collection. The only thing I've kept is my celebration exclusive Luke X-Wing. Everything else can fucking go. I've got everything figures. I've got the GameStop R5-D4. That's going. But Kev, it's your favourite movie. It's your favourite movie. What, A New Hope? Yeah. No. I oh, I thought you. I thought you meant. Sorry, I thought you meant. Yeah, no, that's Empire. going. Sorry. Yeah, but I'm, all I'm going to get for the Empire stuff is that retro collection. That's it. I'm not getting any all every all that 40th anniversary. Do you know what? Yeah, I've mentioned earlier, and I know we'd come back to this. And I thought, do you know what? That this 40th anniversary Empire stuff. If I worked out how much I'd spend on figures, let's see, each one is 20 quid. Yeah, I think there's five in the first wave, five in the second wave. There's going to be another five. Do you know what I mean? So you're yeah. talking 300, 350 quid in total. And there's some vintage stuff, which, you know, I love proper from from the Kenner line. I've not got proper. a B-wing. I've not got a um, shuttle-tide area or something. I'd spend the fucker on that. <laughs> I'd spend my money on that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it anymore because it's just lazy. And yeah, they're just taking just advantage. Of, they're just taking advantage of people like you were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. taking advantage of the old me. How dare they? Hey, what did what did we say? What two years ago? Yeah, when this Jim, whole thing Jimmy started, was, like, was chanting this shit like left and right. I was like, I was like, dude, you're gonna get you're gonna get in there. You're gonna get in there, and at the time, you were like. James, I gotta get it the big dog eat, lad. You know, and you ate and you ate a lot of them. Now you gotta give it back. Yeah, I could have it back with pleasure. Now, now I'm hoping because of possible backlash that I've been seeing. I don't know if it's been loud enough, mm. but I'm hoping when Return of the Jedi comes around, we start seeing some better results because it's my <laughs> favorite movie. That's They've not good. made any of those figures yet. Yeah. So, like, we've got Tebow and we've got Akbar coming out. Mm. And Skiffguard Lando's been out, hasn't he? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Well, they'll, they'll, re-pack- they'll repackage they'll, them, they'll repackage them. 
<laughs> and they'll repackage Jedi fucking Luke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, is, hopefully they learn from it. That, yeah, they'll put them in that packaging. Yeah. They'll just they'll, put that in that. They've, they've got a couple of years. Return of the Jedi, and it'll be that packaging. Chris, Chris, don't be all high and mighty on me. As soon as you fucking see Wicket come out in the box, you're buying all that shit. Hey, I'll buy all the Wickets because there's not released one yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Give thing. That's the, the point. Like that's, that's why. That's why I bought that Tebow because it's not. It's the first Black Series Ewok. Mm. Well, I'm not fucking buying any more Boba Fett stuff. Right. And all most of my Luke stuff going on. How eBay. many? How Hashtag many? Luke's, no more Vader. Luke's Vader's and Fett. Luke's Vader's and Fett. Like, Luke Vader. Oh my. Absolutely. Luke, Vader, People Fett. buy it. People fucking buy it. Oh, let them. Let them. Just... No. We got to stop them right here from this podcast. Just don't get it. It's like why fucking Ed Sheeran's one of the biggest pop stars in the world. Oh, people they are don't fucking even... idiots. Yeah. End of yeah, day. It's a mystery, isn't it? Yeah. Made that Ed Game Sheeran. of Thrones episode shite. I often wonder are Ed Sheeran and Lewis Capaldi the biggest ones, and then just can't fathom it. <laughs> I can't work it out. I why can't. people keep buying people are morons. People keep... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. People get getting suckered in, man. I mean, once you have the collection... That's that's kind of that addiction right there. You got to get that whole collection. We talked about it two episodes ago with the Black Series Rebels line. Each box like matches with the Ooh. next box to make its own little box collage. And I'm like, who the hell needs a box collage when you're unboxing? Ooh. That's what you got to do. Take them out of that box. Show them what's for. Look at, I mean, look at this new Black Series stuff with the. You know the new spines on them and all that stuff. Half of them are just what's come out before. It's like mm-hmm. it's just. So, so you're saying if if you know you've seen new packaging from Hasbro, like the purple shiny shit, and um, if 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 they're like, oh, we got the exclusive Empire Strikes Back. Purple. Did you just say purple shiny shit? Yes. Like, like, yes. yes. The purple <laughs> shiny shit collection. <laughs> That's the Rebels collection. PSSC. A.K.A. AKA the Rebels collection and the uh, Akbar and... Yeah. Anyway. uh, If they came out with some shiny, like, Star Destroyer bridge kind of box with Vader and Fett in it from Empire Strikes Back, you wouldn't want it? I promise you, with every single fiber of my body, I will not buy that. What if it came with Zuckus? Oh, I'll buy it. I'll get it then. <laughs> it's not going to come it, with Zuckus. No, no, no. If it, if it comes with Lobot, boss, it comes, if it comes with Lobot. Oh yeah, God, Lobot, Lobot. Where's yeah. my Lobot, man? Yeah, but that, but that's that's different. Like, like I'm talking something no, they've done before, no. but the no. box is like new and shiny. I don't. No, no. I, won't. I promise you, I won't. No fucking way. Not, not now. All right. You heard it here, folks. Not Kev now. has been pushed over not the ever. edge, and Chris as well. So, yeah, yeah. I say we both collect. The only figures yeah. I want, they're not going to give me, are they? Because I'm yeah. never, ever going to get a fucking Captain Tarpaul's Black Series, am I? <laughs> they teased the fucking Jar Jar yeah, and then shit, the shit, shit, shit themselves and reject and like retracted on it. The guy that does the artwork, like the artwork for the boxes was leaked. Mm-hmm. There was a line of four figures and that probe, fucking probe droid was in that line. And that's the only one they've released. There was a crate Luke and a fucking Jar Jar Black Series. I've seen the artwork for the box, and they've never fucking released it. They have to. But why? That's what I'm saying. They've really, no matter what you're feeling on that, I'd sooner have 
a black series Jar Jar than another Loot Vader or a Fett. How, Mate, much, how many... <laughs> honestly, how many fucking lines and screen time does Jar Jar have versus Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Based on you that just, alone? You just got to look at Celebration last year. I know we're all fucking... I'm 40 in three weeks' time. and We're all old cunts, but... <laughs> Well, we went celebration last it's year. Self-hurt. The fucking majority of the kids there were just beside themselves for the twentieth anniversary of the Phantom Menace, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they if were. They, they'd have dropped a fucking Jar Jar figure after Ahmed Best had got that reception that he got. Mm-hmm. It'd have been like fucking rocking or shit. Mm-hmm. Trying and, to get and, and a real smart move as well. A really yeah. good, like positive, smart, clever move. Instead they of just going, just oh, do you know what? Purchases. Yeah. It's just it's... another repackaged Darth Vader, another repackaged Boba Fett, another Luke. How many Lukes from Empire has there been now in this line? It's about, this is about three or four. I'm tired of talking about yeah, it. Come yeah, on. We should Just fuck it. Fuck them. No, done. More important things in the world going just, on than fuck I know. Fucking... <laughs> Tiny bits of plastic, isn't it? But listen, listen. <laughs> just not to rub salt on the wound, but I'm upset there's no Sea of Bibble Black series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never gonna get that, am I? No, never. Don't even get me started on Ben Solo and fucking Ray Skywalker. Oh come on! I mean that would be like I, I just want to assume that's going to happen, right? Yeah, it's got to at some point. Oh, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm, I keep telling set. myself, oh, it's COVID, you know, like. They're just not doing new shit because of COVID. And then it'll come. Yeah, but, like, it's all what? robots that do it. I know. Like I know. 3D printed know, and shit. Like, you did design a computer. Stop it, Jimmy. Stop, stop it. You're like, making, kept... No, no, no. You get me pissed off. Stop it. No, If you want on the Thingiverse right now, you could probably download all the parts to build your own fucking Jar Jar Black series. You just have to paint yeah, it. Seriously. Yep. True. I'd sooner have that. I'd sooner buy that off somebody than buy any more. I'll make you one, Kev. Kev, do it. I'll have it. I'll buy it off you. It'll be black and white, but I'll make you one. (laughs) (laughs) He just trolled himself. (laughs) I mean, he just trolled himself. Perfect. There'll be no colour. Perfect. Oh, God. Uh, Anyway, this whole Hasbro shit, it makes one say. Oh, maybe I'll turn the volume up. (laughs) <laughs> it's outrageous it does Indeed. all right so uh anything more in toys gentlemen no no i think that's enough yeah all right uh let's do our one email and then we'll finish this biatch so this email is from seth robertson and this ah, is seth Babois. yeah this seth. is actually from a while ago I mean, apologize. A few weeks ago, <laughs> we just yeah. Jesus Christ! How long has that been sitting in there, Ed? Uh, you know, it's been marinating. Yeah, it's got it's got some Is good. It a question about Rise of Skywalker predictions? <laughs> <laughs> Last Jedi, maybe no. Last Jedi predictions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Seth says, "Hey, scruffy bastards, it's bastards." <laughs> bastards. First off, awesome. I wanted to say thank you for taking last week off. So that's the week we took off for um pausing i heard yeah yeah. yes i think it was needed for everyone and spoke to more important issues we are tackling as a country thank you the second part of my email is about star wars what as a world yes 
as not a world. Just country. It's not just country. Yeah, not, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely the world. The second part of my email is a bit of Star Wars irreverence I feel we could use. I will never watch Revenge of the Sith the same way again. So it's a YouTube video of scenes of scenes from uh, Revenge of the Sith dubbed out certain words and you shall hear it right now. I listened to it and I was laughing my ass off, so here it is. Oh. Oh. Told me terrible things. What things? That you had younglings. (laughs) (laughs) I'm becoming more powerful than any Jedi has ever dreamed of. And I'm doing it for you. To f*** you. I have brought peace to the Republic. I am more powerful than the Chancellor. I I could f*** him. (laughs) And together, you and I can rule the galaxy. Make things the way we want them to be. Obi-Wan was right. You f***. (laughs) I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. The Jedi f***. Me. Don't you f- me? I don't f- you anymore. Because of Obi Wan. Because of what you f- what you planned to f- stop, stop now, come back. Liar! No. You're with him. You brought him here to f- me. No. <laughs> They see your future. They know your will be too strong to control. Are you going to me? I would certainly like to. I know you would. You fell into that nightmare, Master, and I you, remember? Oh, yes. I haven't seen you in ten years, Master. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Kev? That will be. <laughs> <laughs> that last bit was from Attack of the Clones, am I right? Oh yeah. man, that was good. On the elevator. That was good. Oh, <laughs> that, was oh, that was good. Find Zeb. Thanks yeah. for sending that. He says, "Stay scruffy, oh, stay weird." I just like how our fucking lad, you and fucking everybody. Great. <laughs> you win. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for episode. Well, I guess know. that uh, kind of brings to a conclusion episode number one hundred and twenty-five. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching this visual medium that we have here on the Scruffy Looking Podcast. Enjoy yourselves. Take care of one another out there. Be safe. Stay weird. Stay real. You truly belong here with us, among the clouds. Where's my goddamn Black Series, little bot? Then you'll get my money. Cheerio! Stop whining! (laughs) This party's over.